HRN listeners. As we celebrate our 15th year, we are deepening our commitment to giving voice to the next generation of food system storytellers, and we need your help. Our internship and fellowship programs help activate new possibilities for underrepresented and underestimated young people through experiential journalism, audio engineering, and production training. Through these unique programs, HRN helps food equity stewards build essential workforce readiness skills that expand their potential and foster economic mobility. Please consider supporting these critical programs. And with a minimum donation, you can be entered to win a dinner for two at an amazing restaurant in one of eight cities and tickets to a concert at a great venue in one of those cities. We have incredible partners across the country who have donated as they also share our passion for helping to educate the next generation of food system storytellers. Check out heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. That's heritageradionetwork.org 15 to donate and enter to win today. And make sure you donate before March 31st. Thank you. You're listening to Heritage Radio Network. Since 2009, HRN podcasts have been exploring the wide world of food, beverage, and agriculture. Learn more at heritageradionetwork.org. This episode is brought to you by Route 11 Potato Chips. Made with a secret recipe and superior ingredients, their mission is to make an outstanding product in a safe and clean environment. To learn more, visit rt11.com. Hey there, and welcome to the Feed Feed podcast. I'm Alexa Santos, a senior producer at the Feed Feed. The Feed Feed is the world's largest crowdsourced food publication and social media community, serving as your daily source for what to cook, bake, eat, and drink. Here on the Feed Feed podcast, we are speaking with members of the hashtag Feed Feed community to hear their stories, learn about their culinary inspirations, and get some of their best cooking tips. Today, I'm so excited to be joined by Ali Chernick, who owns and operates Ali's Banana Bread. Allie's Banana Bread sells homemade, old-school, classic banana bread using her grandmother's recipe. Originally a photographer, Allie has now turned into a baker, entrepreneur, and small business owner. Well, that is all super, super cool, Allie. I'm so excited to talk to you about all of this. So thank you so much for being here. Thanks for having me. Of course. So I feel like that we have a lot to catch up on. How did this all? How did this all happen? This all happened. So, um, all right. So going back, this so like you said, this is my grandma's recipe, and I have been making it for a very long time um, since I was little. And I always made it for my friends. I used to make it for like bake sales in middle school. I used to make it if you know I was going to someone's house to a housewarming. It was just something I always brought around, and yeah. everyone was really obsessed with it. And I understood why. It was literally the best banana bread ever. Um, <laughs> I used to I used to tell my grandma, I was like, you really should sell this. And she was like, nah, you can do it. And I was like, okay. Um, but so it started with me just liking to make this banana bread because everyone loved it. And it was fun for me to bake. And then um, as time went on and I went to college, I also became the banana bread girl. I would make banana bread and people would come to my apartment and eat it. And then once I graduated, I started to have my friends ask me to make it for them for like their um, office parties or potlucks or something like that they were going to. So this is in like, I, I graduated college in 2016. So this is like 2016, 2017. My friends kind of 
requesting me to make them banana bread for something. And I would make it and they would bring it and people would be like, oh my God, where is this from? Like, I need some. And, um, you know, instead of giving, you know, they would tell me that. And I really didn't want to give the recipe away because in my head, I kind of always thought maybe I'd start a business around it. I really didn't think I ever would, but Mm -hmm. enough that I didn't want to give the recipe away. So I was like, you know what? I'll make them a banana bread. And that's kind of how it all started is that that was my first kind of exchange of with someone paying me. I was like, I, I, you know, just give me $10 and I'll make you banana bread come pick it up, whatever. And, um, it kind of just escalated because every time they would bring it somewhere, someone else would want it. Um, And at this point, it was just, you know, me texting friends and friends of friends. And then I eventually made an Instagram for it to kind of take orders more easily because I just couldn't do it through texting anymore. And that's when things started to really blow up because, um, you know, I did take good photos of it and they looked really good. And I started to kind of gain this following and some like, you know, influencers started reaching out being like, hey, if you send us your banana bread, we'll post it. And I was like, okay, I guess. And then that kind of ended up giving me a big following. And that's, that's how it all started. And then I, and then I decided I wanted to um, bring it to like people I really didn't know. Cause you know, at this point it was like friends and friends of friends and it wasn't people right. I didn't really know at all. So I found this like one day farmer's market, holiday market. It was December, 2019. Um, it was in Greenpoint where I lived and it was like a one day market. And my, you know, plan was that if that went well, then I would kind of start taking everything a little bit more seriously and it went well and I started taking it more seriously. Well, look at that. And so then when did you, you open the business and how long has this been going on? I mean, yeah, this seems kind of like it all happened somewhat yeah. rapidly. No, it happened pretty quickly. So I... So initially it was, you know, like once in a while, someone coming to pick up a banana bread from like my apartment. And then it turned into, um, me like basically, so I worked for Ralph Lauren before this and Mm -hmm. I would, um, bring, I would make banana breads and I would bring them to work in a suitcase. And then I would, um, like drop them off around the city for the people who ordered. And then once I did this like once I did this farmer's market where I kind of was like, I need to start taking it more seriously. I realized that I needed to, you know, make sure everything I was doing was legal because it it wasn't really, um, (laughs) because I couldn't just like, you know, technically it's not legal to just bake things in your apartment and sell them. Some things it is, but with banana bread, it wasn't. And so I look, you know, at that point I just kind of looked into like what I have to do. And I, uh, started renting a commercial kitchen and it all happened very like, organically, you know, like it, it started with me just renting a commercial kitchen. I would go once a week after work and I start, then I made a website and I had on the website, like, Hey, I'm baking this week on Tuesday. So if you order, like I'll be baking on Tuesday and it was just New York based. And then it became, I looked into shipping and it started, I started to ship and I kind of just realized at one point, you know, I, had a big demand eventually and I could just start making the like same amount of money doing that than, than what I was doing at the time. And I quit my job. It all kind of happened, huh? It all happened. Yeah. It was really crazy. Everyone was freaking out. I mean, everyone is in my parents. Um, and it, yeah, I mean, I, I really, it's interesting because I really never really, I never really had 
um, I really just never knew what I wanted to do with my life. And I was really okay with that. You know, um, Mm -hmm. I, I enjoyed what I was doing, but it wasn't necessarily like the, like something I loved, but it was like fine. And, you know, I got out of work at five and I had a life, so it didn't really matter to me. So it was really cool to kind of realize that I actually liked something enough to make it my life. That's awesome. My gosh. Yeah. <laughs> and who would have thought it's a banana bread of all things? I know. Exactly. So is your grandma still with us? Does she know about all this? My grandma's still with us. She does know about all this. And she, I mean, she really can't believe it. Um, she's always like, I can't believe you did this. Like, it's insane. And it's cool because she's actually a big part of the brand in a way because um, my Instagram, I actually, ever so every time I see my grandma, she brings us a bag of stuff because that's just uh-huh. what she's like. And she, you know, au- she auctions it off to me and my siblings and my cousins or whoever we're with. And I one day started recording it and everybody, like it literally got 3 million views on TikTok. She's like TikTok famous. And oh my God, she's so cute. I, yeah, she's so cute. And um, everybody just loved her doing that. So it was now like every time I see her, I like upload the video of, of her giving us stuff. And it's, it's cool. Cause she is, you know, everybody knows that that's my grandma and that is who taught me how to make the banana bread. So it's, it's nice. Oh my God. That is adorable. I yeah, love you have that. To, you have to look at it after this. Oh my God. I do. Yeah. That is super, super, super cute. She sounds like an incredible grandma. <laughs> yeah, she is. She's, she's the best. She's all of our grandma in a much more real way. Yes. <laughs> yes. So when did you start? I said you you kind of alluded to having made this for a lot of your life. So when, how old were you when she taught you how to make this? Were you cooking other things with her? What was that like? Not, it was really just, I remember, um, I actually remember I was, um, it was in the fifth grade and we had to, we had this like potluck and it was kind of supposed to like be a potluck where people showed off like where they were from kind of, you know, um, like, you know, someone whose grandma was Polish, like, taught them how to make pierogies and they brought them in and I like didn't know what to do because like I didn't I was like I don't know you know I'm Jewish and I don't my grandma doesn't make anything that specific I was like but I really like her banana bread so maybe like I'm just gonna ask her how to make that and um you know make it for that and so I made it and it kind of just like set off this like everyone was just loved it so much and I just started making it for everything and it's really you know banana bread is not very hard to make so it was easy for me to make especially as someone who you know I wasn't like a baker in the fifth grade um (laughs) so so yeah it just it that's kind of how it started I literally just asked her for the recipe in fifth grade I made it and I seriously think I made it like at least once every few weeks for the rest of my life Really? Like, it's just never gone away? Yeah, it, like, never went away. Like, I had no idea that me asking my grandma for the recipe that day would, like, set off my life. That's insane. And so was that really the only thing that you kind of enjoyed making growing up? Because I know you don't – it doesn't seem like you have a traditional culinary background, so it's kind of just, like, banana bread all the time, basically. Yeah, yeah, no, definitely. I mean, it started – that's, like, I – I made banana bread and I, I started to make like a lot of different variations of banana bread. Um, but I didn't, I wouldn't say I was like obsessed with cooking or baking or anything. Mm -hmm. And, you know, I, I, I baked in the sense that like, I loved baking the boxed brownie mix and I loved baking, you know, pre like sliced cookie dough and that kind of thing. But like, it wasn't anything crazy. Um, and then I would say I really, I, it's, I really started getting into cooking um, once I 
so I grew up and I love my mom, but she's not the most amazing cook in the world. <laughs> and I would say that when I was in high school, um, once I got my driver's license, I had this, um, me and my best friend, JD, we started to like go out for dinner a lot. And um, that's when I kind of started enjoying food and being like, oh, because I really just, I thought I was a picky eater and I really wasn't a picky eater. I just never really tried anything. And mm-hmm. so I started to go out for dinners with him. You know, we would start to go out for dinner. I discovered Indian food and Thai food. And I was like, oh my God, this is amazing. Like, I guess I just didn't try anything before. And then uh, that is kind of what led me into cooking in general. I would say it started with cooking and then it kind of, it kind of evolved into baking. Well, look at that. And now look at you. I know. Exactly. (laughs) Who would have thought? I know. how, what, I guess, what is your favorite or how do you come up with the varieties? Cause I see you have a lot of different varieties or why don't you tell me yeah. what some of the banana bread varieties are that you have? Yeah. So I have, um, so I normally, so I always have a certain flavors and then there's, then I do a monthly flavor. Um, but I, so I always have like plain and chocolate chip and my grandma always made plain. Like I don't ever remember her making it with chocolate chips. Honestly, the plain is probably my favorite. Really? Um, Keep it classic. And then. Yeah, the classic, you know, I just like how you can put whatever you want on it. You know, it's like if you want it to be chocolatey, you can put chocolate on top. And that's, that's the cool thing about plain banana bread. Um, So I have that, I have plain always, I have chocolate chip always, I have Oreo always, I have peanut butter cup always, and I have snickerdoodle always. And then I have my monthly flavors. And um, the way I came up with those, like, I mean, plain and chocolate chip are obviously classics. And then I started to really experiment. I remember when I first put the peanut butter cups in the banana bread because I was like, I baked it. And I was like, this is amazing. And I was like, oh, I can put a lot of things in this and just see if it's good. You know, there's so many things that go well with banana. Um, And that's kind of how I started to get into the crazier flavors. And now, for example, this month's flavor is a pumpkin spice. And it's a pumpkin. So it's all always banana bread. So it's a pumpkin spice banana bread. And it's really delicious. And then I do some other ones that are a little bit more out there. Like I have a Fruity Pebble one um, with like a Fruity Pebble crust on the top. And um, that one's really good. But it's also, you know, I feel like I have the flavors that are really delicious. And I'm like, wow, this is like really good. Like the pumpkin and the apple, the apple cider one. But then the Mm -hmm. Fruity Pebble one is like fun for people. You know, it's like fun for people to send to their friend who loves Fruity Pebbles and they get a Fruity Pebble banana bread. It's still good, but I'm not. It's not my favorite. Gotcha. Okay. And so which one is kind of the most popular? The most popular overall is definitely the chocolate chip. Um, yes. I but I, yeah, but you know, I, I have to say, so Snickerdoodle originally was not a permanent flavor and it became one because it was so popular. Um, and it's extremely popular. I think the fact that I don't put cinnamon in my original plain banana bread okay. and cause I, I don't know why. I think I not, not. I don't know why, but I personally don't think that, like, like if you're gonna have a plain banana bread, cinnamon shouldn't be in it. I think if you're putting cinnamon in banana bread, it's like cinnamon banana bread. You know, I mean, cinnamon okay. is such a strong flavor. That's my opinion. But um, Snickerdoodle has that cinnamon flavor in it, and it's really, really good. And um, I think that people also really like that. It's like a little a little spice to just the regular plain one. Yes. No, I mean, I all of these sound incredible. Yeah. 
They all sound so good. Oh my gosh. And so how does it kind of feel for you to be doing this full time right now? You know, it's definitely, it's been a, it's been a learning process. Um, you know, I went to school for photography. I was never like planning on owning a business. It's all been really hard. I've made a lot of mistakes. Um, but it's a learning process. And like, you know, I definitely have my ups and downs. I was just talking to my friend about this. You know, I feel like as a small business owner, sometimes you're like, oh my God, I'm amazing. Like my life is so good. I can't believe like I get to do this and I'm my own Mm -hmm. boss or whatever. And then sometimes you're kind of like, what am I doing? Like I have a banana bread business. Like who, like, I don't know. I don't want to do anything. Yeah. Like what's going on. Um, so it's, it's honestly just so up and down and I, I'm, but like, I'm very lucky and I'm doing what I want to do. And I had no idea this is what I wanted to do, but it's great. And I'm, it's good because I'm, I'm now, you know, cooking and baking were something that was just a hobby of mine. And I never really thought it would become my whole life. And I'm really happy that it kind of has become that because it's what I love to do. Yeah. Oh my God. Well, congratulations. This is like so exciting. Thank you. That's so cool. Like, I'm like, wow, what a life just working on banana bread all the time. I know. And I mean, I, I have a lot of like a lot of my content on Instagram and stuff. It's also just me cooking other things. And it's always been that it's funny because my friend yesterday actually asked me, he was like, how did you decide you wanted your content to be like, not just banana bread? And I said, Mm -hmm. I was like, I think it was just because I started it by accident and I used to just put stuff on it and I, and people liked it. And so you know, my feed is mostly banana red, but like my stories and things I do, like, it's like all, you know, it's people who love food who follow me. Like they also love my product, but it's also people who love food. Yes. Okay. So yeah, you're a, a food vibe all around. Food vibes. Same. Yeah. I mean, that's what I literally do for a living now. So (laughs) I totally get it. Yeah, exactly. (laughs) I totally, totally get it. All right. We're going to take a quick break and hear from our sponsors. This episode is brought to you by Root 11 Potato Chips. From the moment Root 11 dropped their first batch of chips back in the early days of 1992, they understood their destiny as a high-quality producer. Instead of succumbing to the frenzy of mass production, they took advantage of their small size and made chipping a personal art form. The payoff was immediate, an incredible potato chip. With a secret recipe and superior ingredients, their mission is to make an outstanding product in a safe and clean environment. In this world of uncertainty that we live in, Root 11 Potato Chips believe comfort food can be just that. Know where your food comes from. To learn more, visit rt11.com. So what are, I mean, besides banana bread, what are some of the things that you like to cook? Like what does a food day in Allie's life look like? A food day in my, well, I would say aside from cooking, I like to try, I mean, I think especially now that I own this small business and I see how kind of hard it is and, you know, I, I feel like I know all these people who own these businesses or they have a friend who own this business. So I like to explore that and I like to go to my friends and friends of friends new places and kind of, you know, put it on my Instagram and be like, this was good. You should go here. And it makes me feel good that people actually do that. And then, you know, they're like, oh, I went there because of you. And, um, I think that's, that's the, I feel like what a really amazing part about social media is just what it can do for small businesses. 
Um, So there's that aspect of it, of me kind of trying new foods around the city. And of course, New York, like there's always something new popping up. So it's, it's fun to do. And then cooking wise, I try to cook something at every, like I try to cook something I've never cooked every week. Mm -hmm. Um, So like, it's usually kind of just has to do with what's going on. Like, you know, when tomatoes were in season, I was like, I love tomato soup and I've never really made it from scratch. And so Mm -hmm. I made tomato soup and, um, I have like a weekly recipe in my newsletter that I give out and I also put it on my Instagram. Um, but it's kind of just whatever I'm in the mood for. Like literally like, I'll be like, I'm in the mood for this this week. I'm going to make that this week. I made, um, Japanese curry. I never made that before. So, um, that inspiration came from TikTok. A lot of things come from TikTok. And um, I'm sure you're on TikTok too. And it's just kind yes. of like in your face. And I'm like, okay, I'll make it. Yeah, you're like, fine, all right. <laughs> I'm like, fine, I'll go go I'll go get the I'll go get the curry cubes and I'll make the Japanese curry. So literally, like I'll bite, it, fine. Yeah, yeah. Like my whole feed is food. So it's kind of just yes. inspiration from what I'm seeing around, what's in season, and yeah. Very, very cool. And so is there anyone else in your family that you kind of learned from from a culinary perspective or was it kind of just grandma? Um, it was mostly just grandma. And to be honest, she, she's my, no one in my family really likes to cook. Um, that's why, like when I said about me going out for dinner in high school, like my mom, like my mom would rather give me 20 bucks in high school and have me go out to dinner than make me dinner. Like she just, my whole, a lot of people didn't, you know, a lot of people were, like, their moms would make them eat, like, whatever, like, crappy, like, oh, Brussels yeah. sprouts, whatever nonsense they had, you No, know? totally, yeah. And she, I mean, it wasn't, like, every night, but it was just, you know, a lot of my family, I don't know, no one in my family really likes to cook, um, and I kind of just ended up teaching myself. It actually kind of started because I, um, so like I said, I kind of went out for dinner a lot in high school, and that kind of got me into the food world, and then... I started learning more about food and I started to become really obsessed with wanting to be a vegetarian because I, because you know, when you start learning about food, you obviously like learn about the different parts of the animals you're eating. And like, it kind of starts to feel really like, ugh, like that's really gross. And, um, I've always been obsessed with animals and I just was like, I need to become a vegetarian. And so my senior year of high school, me and my best friend JD, we actually decided to become, so we had this thing called a senior project. I don't know if you guys had that, like, I'm not a sure. senior project. Yeah, it was like, it was basically like the last month of senior year, you were allowed to kind of like do whatever you wanted and you just had to like present it at the end. Uh-huh. Um, And we were, like, obsessed with animals and obsessed with food. So we were, like, let's become vegetarians and make, like, a vegetarian cookbook. And that's, that's like, how I started to – that's, like, why I started to learn how to cook. And I started to learn how to cook. And um, that's, that's like, kicked it off because once I started to learn how to cook, I was, like, wow, I really like this. This is really Uh fun. Um, And I did not end up staying a vegetarian. But – um, you know, it, you got to start somewhere. Yeah, no, for sure. So but yeah, okay. I, I would say, yeah, it's mo- it really like my family, like they are so supportive and, you know, they love my cooking, but they are not, they're not the cooks. <laughs> they're just like along for the ride, basically. Yeah, they have their, they have their specialties. Interesting. And so what are your favorite things to make now besides banana bread? 
What are my favorite things to make? Um, I feel like I'm like every day I'm like, I want to make a chocolate chip cookie and I like make a different one like every day. I'm like, I need to make the best chocolate chip cookie ever. Um, and that has really helped um, with my baking skills because I don't, or do you bake? A little bit. Yeah, I definitely do more, I guess, traditional cooking than baking, yeah. but I have nothing against it. Yeah. I mean, I just think with baking, it's so about like learning as you go. So Mm -hmm. I kind of try to make um, simple things, like I said, like chocolate chip cookies, like to just kind of understand more about baking because it's like a science, you know, and it's it's there's so much to it. It's like if you make if you the temperature is like five degrees hotter, like that'll make a huge difference. If you right. you mix it for an extra 10 seconds, that makes a huge difference. And that those are all things that I didn't really know going into it. Um, because, you know, I would I would just make one banana bread every once in a while. Like it wasn't, you know, like I was a baker. And right. so I kind of like to baking wise, like make like simple things like cookies and then um cooking wise what do I like to make um I'm trying to I like I just got an air fryer so I'm pretty obsessed with that do you have an air fryer I do I don't I really don't use it I haven't like it hasn't hit for me in a way that I feel like it has for everyone else I'm so confused honestly honestly like at first I was kind of like because everyone's like it's just a convection oven which like it is but I don't know I think there's something about it. I think the fact that it's just like so compact and things go faster. Um, but I've been making a lot of um, uh, chicken thighs, which I never made before. Okay. And like with the bone in. And, yes. Um, I've been making a lot of. Uh, what else have I been making? Sorry, I literally can't think. I, I've been <laughs> a lot of. I've been making. Oh, I made. Ch- I've been making a lot of chili because you know okay. it's chili season. Um, it is. And otherwise, it's really, it's really, it really goes by week, like whatever I'm in the mood for that week. Yeah, I mean, that's the way to do it. I mean, it sounds like you kind of have like a fun little journey happening with like, you know, baking and cooking and kind of like switching it up and, you know, trying new things and obviously doing a ton of banana bread. (laughs) Yeah, definitely. Oh my gosh. So at this point, do you have like a, um, like, do you bake all the banana bread yourself or is it more like a how does that work what is the production like so initially when I first so I quit my job in 2020 to start doing this full-time and my first year I was doing everything so I was baking it I was packaging it I was sending it out and now I have a team and I you know I go in like once a week to kind of like help out and make sure everything's okay but I don't really bake it anymore Mm -hmm. um so that's, you know, and now I kind of more just run the business and do the social media and kind of try to put content out there. Um, But yeah, so basically every week I kind of put in an order with my team and they make it. And then I, you know, I get my orders, I send them the labels and they send it out. And it's all, it's, you know, it's, it's a lot easier for me now. And my team is really great. So everything has worked out really well so far. Hey, that's the dream. I mean, that's it what is. That's what it's all about. You gotta, I guess, delegate and you know. <laughs> yeah, so definitely. Or else you'd be like, I mean, it was a mind. mess in the be- yeah, it was a mess in the beginning. I have to say, just because like 
you know, people, I would say something and it would, someone would tell the other person and it wouldn't get to them right and things would be wrong. But I'm, it's been like a year now of this happening and it's finally, I would say, like very, like down pat. Okay. Look at you. So what is, I guess, looking forward, where do you want to see the business go? What are your goals for this? I guess there's nowhere. The sky's the limit, huh? (laughs) Yeah. Yeah. I mean, it's, I feel, you know, everyone's always asking me if I want to get a store and that kind of thing. I feel like right now I'm just prioritizing kind of growing in the sense of like getting, getting word out there more. You know, Mm -hmm. when I first started, I really couldn't bake that many and I kind of was, it was hard because so many people wanted it and I couldn't get it to them. And now I can get it to them. And now I want to get even more out there because I have this whole team. So looking forward, it's really just about, you know, I also, I don't have like investors or anything. So I really just have been using like my own money to do all of this. And I, I just want more people to buy it now that, now that I have the capacity to do it. And then, you know, once that happens, like in the future, I do hope to have a storefront one day. I do hope to, um, produce more than just banana bread. You know, there's a lot of other things my grandma makes that I want to, you know, show the people and also just other recipes that I've developed that I want to get out there. Yeah, for sure. So I guess, how would you describe the banana bread itself? Like for those who can't taste it, how would you, with words, describe what it's like? Like, is it super gooey? Like how, what is is so so special about this? It's so moist. (laughs) (laughs) It's the most moist. I, you know, I have to say, like, I'm not just saying this because it's my banana bread. Like, I seriously have never had another banana bread that tastes as good as as this one. And there's really no, like, secret ingredient. People are always like, what's the secret ingredient? I'm like, I don't know. I don't know how other people are making their banana breads, but it's just not as good as this. It's just not as good as this one for some reason. (laughs) Um, It's just, it's very moist. It's definitely very sweet. Um, And it's, it's, you know, a lot of people like banana bread as, like, a could a breakfast or a snack I would say it's more of a desserty banana bread just because it's pretty sweet but you know if you like a sweet breakfast then that's then that works for you um but moist moist is the number one word to describe my banana bread it is so moist yum oh my gosh I'm so in the mood for banana bread right now I'm losing (laughs) my mind I'm excited to send you some yes I'm excited (laughs) to try them oh my god like I literally can't stop thinking about it yeah (laughs) and it's cool because you can you can make it a little like sometimes you I put like butter and salt on top of like a plain loaf and that makes it a lot a little less sweet um But well, I like sweet. I've got no problem with that. I personally, okay. yeah, when I make banana bread myself, I do like the chocolate chip route. I yeah, definitely turn yeah. it into a desserty vibe. So yeah, definitely. Yeah, you'll you'll like mine then. Oh my god, uh, I'm so excited. I'm like looking at all the different <laughs> varieties right now. Yeah. <laughs> and is there any like sneak peeks that you can give about like you know upcoming flavors? I don't know if you have like a fun holiday thing coming. Or I anything am. Like that. I. Yeah, I am working right now. I'm trying to make a banana bread cookie um, that I'm, like, struggling. I'm not struggling with it. I'm just, like, trying to decide what route I want to go because, you know, there's the cookies that are, like, that are, like, crispy and thin. And then there's the Levain cookies. And then there's the cookies in between. And I've made all of them. And I'm, like, I don't know which one I like better. And, um... You know, people also get annoying sometimes where it's like, oh, if you're going to call it a banana bread cookie, 
has to be kind of banana ready. And then I'm like, oh, well, maybe I just want to make a banana chocolate chip cookie, not a banana bread yeah. chocolate chip cookie. But, but I don't know. You know, it's, it's, a, it's a lot to think about. And I, <laughs> I, recent, I, I, had made, I had made limited time blondies at one point. They were like banana bread blondies, and they were mm. so good. So I'm kind of trying to make it like that, except in cookie form. But okay. it is hard because bananas don't really have that much of a taste. And you're like, like they're really, obviously if they're really ripe, they're sweet and they're banana and that's great. But when you're eating, like if I gave you a chocolate chip cookie with like just bananas in it, like, I don't know if you would know that it would have banana in it. You know what I mean? Like it's very subtle and you Mm -hmm. don't want it. And it's like, part of me doesn't want it to be super subtle because if I'm going to make a banana cookie, um, I want it to, the banana flavor to be out there, but I also don't really want to use artificial banana. So it's been, it's been a process, but yeah, I do really hard hitting stuff over there. Yeah, no, but within like the next few months, I do hope to be able to release my banana bread cookie. Yes, that's yeah. Give the people what they want. Yeah, that sounds yeah. incredible. Yes. <laughs> well, if anybody can do it, it's you. So I, you. I have full faith. Well, uh, was there you. anything else super? important that I didn't ask you or cover about your banana bread journey? <laughs> um, I don't think so. I think that that's it. It's, it's pretty simple. It's banana bread. Yeah. I mean, it's <laughs> kind of like, it's almost, it, it's very cool that it is so simple that it's just kind of yeah. like one thing, you know, you meet a lot of, you know, businesses that kind of really expand out to other things. Yeah. And you can't really, like, you don't really know what their best thing is. But yeah. And you just kind of right. want to, you know, but this is very, it's very cut and dry. It's like easy to digest, no yes. pun intended. Yes. But it's, you know, it's like, yeah, this is just get your hands on the best banana bread. Here yeah, it is. <laughs> exactly. Well, that's awesome. And I'm like really grateful for you sharing your story and telling me all of this and, you know, sharing banana bread with the world. doing God's work out here. We appreciate it. (laughs) Nope. No problem. (laughs) Thank you so much. (laughs) Thank you so much for listening. To learn more about the food and drink discovery platform that is The Feed Feed, head to thefeedfeed.com. If you have a food story to tell or want us to interview a blogger, cookbook author, chef, or restaurateur, we would love your suggestions. Just send us a DM on Instagram. See you next time. The Feed Feed podcast is powered by Simplecast. Thanks for listening to Heritage Radio Network, food radio supported by you. Keep in touch at heritageradionetwork.org slash subscribe.